So Paul is telling Timothy, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And I was thinking, wow, that really can be applicable to us as moms, young or old. Can I trust God with the children he's given me? And can I operate not out of fear, but what out is what is best for my child? Welcome to the Grand Prairie Alliance Church Women's Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, edify, and walk alongside you in your faith journey with Christ. May scripture be our guide so that we can be salt and light in this mixed up world. Welcome to the GPAC Women's Podcast. to episode number 11 of our GPAC Women's Podcast. Today I have two guests with me, Ramona Zacharias and Aideen Bell. So can you ladies tell me a little bit about yourself before we jump into our topic today? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I'm Ramona Zacharias and thank you for asking me to be on here again. Um, I oversee women's ministry here. Uh, something about myself um, probably a lot of people know, but I love having fun. I defer to having fun than to be serious. And so, um, yeah, I love having fun. I love being with other women and laughing and talking. And I'm so glad you're like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's you. That's why everyone loves to be with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm Aideen Bell, and I grew up in this church. I've gone here my whole life. And... What do I like? I love doing things outside. I love being outside with my kids. And yeah, I don't know. I'm probably not as fun as Ramona. No, you're a lot of fun <laughs> outside because you actually do things outside, yeah, like yeah. hike and ski and yeah, I like doing stuff. Yeah, I like to watch people doing those from the inside. You can come watch out mm-hmm. the window. <laughs> Inside fun and outside fun. Yeah. So we had a listener who shared um, a question with our podcast. She wants us to discuss the topic of kids and their friends, kind of not verses, but in contrast to family. She wrote, how do we as parents encourage our kids to build strong friendships and relationships, but not compromise the values of a solid family connection and the, the family relationships? And I think this is a great question. Today's world is very different from the one I was raised in, the one that you ladies were raised in. Very different from what I was raised in. Right. So I think even if we're a grandparent or an auntie or an uncle or whatever, whoever's listening, it's a great question to ponder of how do we guide our children and the people we love in this climate of today. (laughs) So first off, I want to ask how many children you both have and how old they are now, just for context. Okay. Okay. I have five children. And my youngest is 15, and then 17, 19, and two boys are 22. Okay. So Started off with twins. Yes. And you kept going. Yeah. You brave woman. Great. (laughs) It's a good way to start. Um, I have three children. Uh, The oldest is 41. The middle will be 40 this spring, and my baby will be 38. Mm. And then I have... I was going to say five children. No, I do not have five children. <laughs> I have three children, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a two-year-old. So I'm Maybe really... you just spoke something that will be oh. more children. I do want to experience the new hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had my third. 
just because to, Grand Prairie Hospital was the new hospital or the QE QE two was new then. Yeah, it was new. So I had one in the old one with the with the um, stained ceilings, the water stained ceilings, and then they built the new one. And I thought, I've got to have another one. Mm-hmm. Try it out. Get the pampered. <laughs> yeah, but the new one's really nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Vanessa, you're our girl. There we go. <laughs> uh, so. Did your kids have close relationships growing up? Close relationships with them, with each other. With sorry, with each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, my kids were, and but we, um, my kids also weren't involved in a lot of other things. Um, they were all involved in 4-H. We did that together. Um, my son w- did hockey for a while, but we we did things together. So, yeah, they were close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we were probably very similar. Um, I would say that some of my children are close and some of them are not as close. Um, obviously, my twins were very close um, and kind of had a few years um, when they started college where they weren't as close, but now I see that they're kind of becoming close again. Um, and then uh, my middle daughter uh, is not as close with the boys because they're boys um, and is also not as close with her younger sisters. Um, the younger two are very close to each other, though. Mm. And um, But I do see that as they're getting older um, and maturing, their relationships are going stronger. I think they just have more grace for each other as they get older. Um, and we were similar. We didn't do a lot of outside activities. Uh, we really encourage youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do, we kind of, we did school sports when they came up, but we didn't do other sports. Um, and we just really protected our family time. Mm. So, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was going to talk into the, um, as now my children are, are in their, they're middle-aged. And um, it's a different closeness that they have now as adults because they're living they're all so busy living their mm-hmm. own lives. And so, I mean, of course, your kids have their things, right? Every once in a while, it's, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. They're having an argument. But <laughs> it's, but I know that they're close in that they come together mm-hmm. for things. We're, we're united. We're still a family. And I'm really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're close. At, we're close as a unit. Mm-hmm. But they're also separate because they're their own units. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that was going to be my next question about now. Oh, sorry. How about, oh, that's okay. <laughs> about now compared to growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing maturity. Mm-hmm. Like where they would, you know, they would play together, mm-hmm. which was great. And it was nice to have them play together. But now you should see them communicating more, talking with each right. other about things that are more important maybe, right? And mm-hmm. Of right. course, you wouldn't expect children to do that anyways. Right. Well, and then you add in and you're just walking into this, Adine, with your daughter who's engaged. I was able to say that out loud. Anyway, um, you bring in, there now there's the in-laws, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's people that are introduced into your family, which brings different dynamics, and it's not bad. It's a good thing. And so there's different dynamics that play into relationships mm-hmm. where, um, where it's, um, when they were single, it's you're still kind of all looking at things the same way. You bring in different people. That's the way it was for Scott and I. I came into his life. He came into mine. And you kind of become a unit yourself. And so then there's there's differences that way. But it doesn't mean that 
it has to go sour. It just is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of to manage the expectations of that, right? Yeah, expectations of mm-hmm. other family members, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. <laughs> it can be. It can be hard, but I think it's just it's, we're all maturing. Right. Mm-hmm. So as parents, my next question is, can we force our children to be friends? Let's think about either growing up or as adults. Is that our parental role is to force friendship? So I'm just going to speak to that really quick because that is like way behind me. But I want to hear what Aideen has to say because she's kind of in the midst of it right now. Um, I would say there was no forcing. It was just kind of an expectation. Um, We are a unit. These are your brother. This is your brother. These are your sisters. And I, I was sharing with you earlier, I operated... Uh, when my uh, when my kids were really little, my brother and his wife were killed in a car accident. So that was really fresh in my mind. And so I operated out of this mindset that these are the only siblings you have for the rest of your life. And if, you know, you've got to treasure this and be kind to each other. So I, um, I would take the word force out of, out of that equation, but it can be an expectation mm-hmm. that they're kind and working towards that. So why are you fighting with, with each other? Let's let's talk it through. So that's kind of the first thing that came to my mind. Mm. Yeah, and I think that we probably had a similar attitude out of not the same circumstance, but where, you know, we would always say, like, this is your, your brother or your sister, then you're going to have them forever. Your friends are going to mm-hmm. come and go, but this person is forever, and so you need to treat them kindly, and you need to, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you, we don't, yeah, I don't really like that word force either. Of course, you can't force friendships, right? We but you can encourage it and you can uh, do things to develop it. And um, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's just because if you know they're, well, this, these two kind of clash, you know, well, what mm-hmm. can we do? They love playing games. Well, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's foster. Or no, we're not going to play games with those two because we know that it's going to end up in mm-hmm. a brawl yeah. and Monopoly pieces all over the ground. But, you know, what, what works for those two? playing outside or whatever just kind of making those things happen Mm -hmm. that leads right into the next question is like how what advice would you give for fostering and guiding that so you're saying kind of like know your child Mm -hmm. know that how they relate with that other child if you Mm -hmm. can Mm -hmm. but is there anything else yeah um like I think that you have the responsibility I think not just the ability but also the responsibility to encourage those relationships and to do things to foster them so one thing that we did was we didn't do after school play dates ever like I think when my boys were five maybe I did a few and realized this doesn't work this is too crazy it's a crazy time of day we're not doing it and it was not a hard and fast rule but a general guideline that we don't do this and that became their expectation so it was never even something that was questioned because we did it right off the bat and so then in that after school time they naturally were together and they were naturally with me Mm -hmm. and so yeah it just they have the time then kids need time to develop relationships and if they're always out doing other things and they're always with other kids they can't do that and so if you're going to say that your siblings you want that to be a primary relationship they have to have the time to develop that Mm. and so you have to protect that time and so Mm -hmm. part of that was part of how we did it was there's just nothing after school 
um, you know, until they got older and they did start sports in school, then there was just that period, you know, but it was, that's minimal, really. It's an hour, two hours after school. It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not every day. Right. Right. Or music lessons. So like there is flexibility in it, but basically we were saying, you're not going out to hang out with friends after you've just spent all day with friends. We're going to be home together as a family. Mm. So I think other families do great things. Like you mentioned games, doing games nights, um, yeah, family trips, camping and things like that, camping trips that we rarely invited other kids to come along with us because we wanted it to be family time. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of our friends would, they would let their kids bring other friends and then you don't spend any time with your child and they don't spend any time with each other. They're always off with mm-hmm. their friends. So just different things that you can do like that that say, no, this is going to be our family time. Not, you know, and occasionally we would bring other friends because sometimes you want to do that. Sure. But yeah. it's just, I think, being intentional and thinking about, oh, are we doing this too often? Maybe we need to rein it in a bit, right? And say, we need more family time. Right. Mm. Well, what I'm hearing from you is kind of resonates with what we did. Well, we were, I'm going to say fortunate. We live in the county, and so our kids were forced there I'm using the word forced but they'd have to walk down the long driveway and be together to get on the bus and there really wasn't an option for them to go to play at friends places because they had to take the bus back home and it was kind of we built on the oh what's the word I'm looking for the sameness every day they'd come home from school the routine right and so um there was just intentionality Mm -hmm. and I was at that time I was not a um, work outside of the home. I did do books for Scott, but I try to be home for the kids. Mm-hmm. And there was that sort of thing. Um, when I look at uh, young moms now, um, I just it's it's really hard. And there's I think it, you have to be so much more intentional. And I, what do I want to say? The whole thing with the electronics. Um, I think if we can be. Um, conscious about how much time you're letting them Mm -hmm. be on it like I was just talking Mm -hmm. with a friend last night why not have two hours every night where every person's phone including moms and dads goes in a basket for two hours Mm -hmm. and there's no electronics no movies no you're just with each other you're talking you're helping mom you're playing games you're outside Mm -hmm. Um, I think you have to be really intentional about it Mm -hmm. Um, because things have changed so much. Yeah, and the younger you start with that, the less of a fight you're going to have with your kids about it. Right. Um, That is something, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because that's something we've always done, is had limits on screen time. Um, Phones never go in bedrooms. Um, Phone, the internet shut off at a certain time of night, um, so the Mm -hmm. kids had to, they couldn't be sneaking them around, you know. Um, How do you do that? How do you turn off the internet? uh, we We used Circle. I'm not sure what we're using now. Now that our kids are older, we're not using it quite as much, but I think um, it's not, they don't have devices in their bedroom. And right. they because we started it so young, it's never been an argument, okay. right? They just yeah. know they don't ever take them in there, so we know that they're not on them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when they were younger, th- we, it just shut off at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I think, our job to protect our kids in that way. And to say, you know what, this actually isn't healthy for you to be on here all the time. And to say, you have this much time on social media. You, you don't need to come home and be 
texting with your friends the entire evening. You can have a break from that, you know, or if you need to talk to your friend, oh, pick up the phone. You could actually talk to them, right? You know, so you just... And it brings more, it brings more togetherness as a family then. Yes. And I think, so if you're listening and I mean, you're, because I would have been just like you, this is an easy babysitter. This is so easy Mm -hmm. to do this. Um, Don't start small. Start with half an hour. We're going to build up to a couple hours or whatever you want to make it. But, and it's hard as the mom because you actually be have to do that as well. Yeah, because we are on the phones all the time. Oh too. yes, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard, but I found that like that after school time, saying you need to put your phone down and we're going to be together, has you know it just became like a really great debrief time mm-hmm. from what happened happened at school that day. Mm-hmm. Um, learn to ask questions that are open ended. You know, like not just how are you. But, you know, like, what was the best thing that happened at school? Mm-hmm. What was the funniest thing, the worst thing? What was the craziest thing? Who did something dumb? You know, like, just try to open up conversation. And mm-hmm. your kids will just open up and start talking. And it can be such a great right. time yeah. to, to find out what's going on and to see how they're really doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll talk talking. to each other, too. Yeah. I don't know about, like, my kids, they all just sat around the kitchen and mm-hmm. and talked to each other. And that's a great, great relationship building right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so as moms, not always, but typically we are like the organizer, the planner, the schedule calendar master, right? Like we could put that at the end of our name on our emails, calendar master. <laughs> so what advice would you give to parents about creating these opportunities? Because for that relationship building, so you had mentioned camping and right away I think, isn't it funny? I don't know what you would call that, but usually in the moment there can be a lot of stress. There can be some high emotions and then like years later you look back at that trip and like oh wasn't that so nice you don't remember (laughs) fighting setting up the tent or whatever no but there's something about that like kind of getting away together those are memory building yeah you you can laugh about the time that we decided to pack all of our things (laughs) in cardboard boxes not thinking that when cardboard boxes get wet (laughs) they fall apart like that was just a really poor decision we made but boy did it make for some good yeah one we decided we packed everything we were poor as church mice and so to do a camping trip was huge and we loved it but yeah yeah, it's memory building things and even fighting as a family you know and having those hard times it develops um character and it it teaches you that you can have disagreements with people and move forward in it and still love each other and it's Mm -hmm. it's i think that god put us in families and you know, for a purpose that it teaches us social skills that you don't learn in other ways, right? And that you can, yeah, you can argue and you can still come out okay and, and love each other and have disagreements. And Yeah. No, I think, I think those, like the camping things and, and I, I really appreciated what Aideen said about protecting those times. It is really good for them to be with friends, but protecting those family times, whether, I mean, if you're not campers, um, whatever you decide to do, um, keep mm-hmm. them your family as much as you can mm-hmm. because you are a unit. And God has specifically, I'm a firm believer that God has specifically chosen these children to give to you. And so this is, this is a treasure and a special family unit that you can, you can build on and fight with and learn. We're rubbing the rough edges mm-hmm. off. Exactly. And then you get married. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think about being like the family planner. It's like, it's actually a, it's great because you can kind of manage that, right? And so it's important to be very intentional about what you're allowing, what, mm-hmm. how much you're planning, you know, but you do have the, the ability to control that to some degree and just say, okay, we're, we're doing too much. We need to do less. Right. You know, or even in guiding who your, your children hang out with, you can, you know, they don't have the ability to drive when they're little. So you can kind of pick who you want them to be with. Right. And kind of try to develop friendships that are super positive. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I would Totally well, use that ability. <laughs> right, exactly. And really taking a step back and looking at your calendar because there's so much kids can be involved with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mentioned earlier, our kids were pretty much their thing was 4-H. Um, but I mean, we could have had our daughters in dance and music and singing and Dan- Danny could have been in all sorts of different sports things. And they did the school, like the school sports things. But until, uh, maybe I was just too selfish, but I, th- I really felt like keeping, uh, being careful with the time that we do have and not, you don't have to be, kids don't have to be in three you or four or five. No, they're they, still going to turn out just they're fine. They're going to turn out just fine. rounded people. <laughs> That's right. My kids may not be riding horses every single day now in their life, but they sure learned a lot through that. Mm-hmm. And also we were together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And, you know, some people, I'm uh, great if you love sports and you have your kids in sports, that's mm-hmm. great. But our kids, we, I thought n- none of them are going to be Olympic athletes. So they're going to pick up what they need uh, in school to be able to go and play, pick up basketball or volleyball, you know, or just like my one son, he only ever pawn skated. That's all we ever did. And now he plays hockey in a league. So like he had enough skills. They've, they've learned enough skills that as adults, they can go and have fun with sports if they want to. So I'm like, I don't know, to me, that was enough. Yeah. And without trying to juggle yeah. five kids, different sports, that would have been crazy, I think. But yeah. And I, I just, I just want to make sure that I'm not coming across that like, if but you've got a child yeah. that's super talented in an yeah. area and go you're developing it. that, go for it, but protect the times that you do have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I think too, like a common feeling along with parents is one, don't deny your child any good thing. Mm-hmm. Hence the like over scheduling mm-hmm. or like the whole idea of these kind of like specialist things or I would, I hate using the word, but almost like elitist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I want my child in that program. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying is like, I can teach my child basic soccer skills and then you're right. Like as they get older, they'll develop it. And if they have like a huge interest, okay, I will allow you to pursue this interest, Mm -hmm. but I don't, it's very overwhelming to think that you must open every single door because you don't know which one's going to lead to this path of whatever. But if you actually work on developing character in your child, instead of skills in your child, they're going to take that character and develop the skills themselves in whatever they want. Mm -hmm. But the character is more important. I right. think. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Cause like, yeah, if you teach them to persevere, whether it be in like chores or whatever yeah, yeah. thing they don't want to do. Yeah. Translates to anything. Right. Yeah. Then they can persevere in learning how to study or writing an essay that they don't want to write. Right. Or and sometimes uh, p- kids will surprise you too. You're going to think, Oh, I see this potential. They're going to be a physicist and they decide to be a baker. 
and they're the best baker around because of certain things that character qualities you were able mm-hmm. to instill in them. So we think we're directing them, and we are in in this with character building and the spiritual things, but God knows the plans he has for mm-hmm. them too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a fine line. They'll have their own ideas. Yes. We are going to have to cut the conversation short today. Uh, We just don't have enough time to fit it all into one episode. So please check out part two of this conversation next week, uh, where we will dive even deeper into the struggle of parenting from a place of fear and how we can actually conquer that to not parent from a place of fear. Yeah, we're only halfway through the conversation, so I hope you will tune back in for part two with Aideen and Ramona. And I want to thank Aideen and Ramona so much for meeting with me and doing this. And thank you, the listener, for listening. Until next week, I hope you can share this with someone, and we'll see you then. God bless.